Before we get started, I want to remind you one last time, your time is expiring on the ability to sign up for the StoryBrand Live Marketing Workshop live stream. Go to storybrand.com today. It's April 6th and 7th, so you can sit on your couch and you can move forward with your business. You can get six months worth of work done while everybody else has hit stop. You can actually hit play and even hit fast forward. Go to storybrand.com right now and register for the StoryBrand Live Marketing Workshop live stream right there on your television, on your computer, however you want to watch it. It's going to be a great two days. Don't miss out. Welcome to the Building a Story Brand podcast, where we believe if you confuse, you'll lose. Noise is the enemy, and creating a clear message is the best way to grow your business. I'm your host, Donald Miller. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. J.J. Peterson. Hi, Don. Hi, J.J. This is a special episode of the uh, Building a Story Brand podcast. It's a coronavirus special <laughs> yeah, episode. a little bit. You know, life has changed for all of us. Painful, hard for many, stress-inducing for all. Yeah. And so I thought we would break in with an episode to talk about stress and stress management. And one of the most helpful perspectives is by Aaliyah and Thomas Crum. They are a married couple and they're brainiacs. Yes. They're also <laughs> athletes. They're very, very yeah. smart. Yeah. And they wrote a, an article for Harvard Business Review called Stress Can Be a Good Thing If You Know How to Use It. Yeah. Now, as I say that, stress can be a good thing. Stress yeah. is good for you. What do you think? I mean, it's counterintuitive, isn't it? To some degree, but like, for instance, I think I do some of my best work under deadline. Like yeah, some of our, be- our most best progress, yeah. but you also feel like this is going to take a year off my life, It right? does, a little bit. You have to be a little careful, but some of my best work happens when it's like, all right, you have one week to get this done, and it has to be done. And Isn't that weird? it causes me stress when I allow it to causes me to focus. Yeah. I mean, that really- That's one of the things they say in this article, yeah. is that under stress, your focus narrows. Yeah. But you have to have the right perspective about yeah. it. So they literally say stress can truly take years off your life. Yeah. Uh, can contribute to heart disease and all sorts of other things, yeah. unless you see it differently. Yeah. And so I want to just read a little excerpt from this article. By the way, if you just Google stress can be a good thing if you know how to use it, I think it was 2015, and might have been September, I can't remember, Harvard Business Review actually printed it as an article. So yeah. you can go read it for yourself. But let's just talk about it. One of the things that they say in the article, we believe that pursuing a stress-free life often causes more stress down the line. Problems compound. And by failing to face our most intense challenges, we never overcome them. Mm. So stress, mm-hmm. if you think about it, it's this this dashboard light that comes on that says, I want you to deal with this yeah. right now. Avoidance is not the answer. <laughs> yeah. You think it is in the moment because you think, oh, I want to get rid of some stress and I want to relax a little bit more so you procrastinate on things or you push it aside or ignore it. You know what I do? And the reality is that doesn't work. Yeah, I, I go eat cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you and me both, brother. <laughs> you and me both. One of the things they say in the article is, look, stress actually reminds you that you think this is important. Yes, yes. You know, so that's a positive thing. It's like, wait, something I think is important yeah. is happening here. But if you don't actually stop and be self-aware enough to say, wait, something I think is important is happening, Yeah. then you will drink, you will eat yep. too much, you'll do whatever it is, that your, your coping mechanisms go into play, Yeah. rather than a really friendly reminder of like, hey, let's get to work and let's fix this yep. thing. Pay attention instead of avoid. That's right. So they actually have, well, let me, let me just read you a little bit more. We have found that individuals who adopt a stress is enhancing mindset in their lives show greater work performance and fewer negative health symptoms than those who adopt a stress is debilitating lens. Mm-hmm. So part of taking the bite out of stress is understanding that it's enhancing. And when you actually say, 
well, stress is enhancing. This is good. It has a good purpose. It can yep. be good and bad. The reality is it's nuanced. Yeah, right? yeah, there are very obviously. few things in life that are binary. And if you're living in that forever, that's, right. you know, but again, when you recognize that in the moment, your attitude and perspective is what can actually make a huge difference, you move forward differently. Yeah. I thought about this when we realized the world was going to be upended by coronavirus. You know, people get on airplanes and come to Nashville for 70, 80% of our revenue. Mm-hmm. We have 24 employees. We were very wise financially, and so we had a safety net, but we don't have a safety net for zero. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, I had a choice. I could either say, this is terrible, and I can't believe everything that's happened, or we could say, wait a second, let's actually take this crisis, and let's innovate. Let's do something very, very differently. Focus more. And we've innovated, and we've done okay. Canless Restaurant is one of the the (laughs) things that I saw. You know, Mark and Brian Canless are friends. They run a fine dining restaurant in Seattle. Yep. Fine dining restaurant. Relatively small dining room, but they can probably get 40, 50 people in there, if not more. Yeah. And they shut down very early. I mean, very early. They shut down their restaurant because they wanted to protect their people and they wanted to protect their patrons. They really loved their their customers. Yeah. They said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do three things. We're going to do a drive-through burger stop. Like yep. they have this beautiful awning and I think they just yep. turned it into a drive-through yep. burger spot. And then they did a bagel shed where you could come and get a bagel, just uh-huh. stand six feet away and you get a bagel. <laughs> and they did a family dinner delivery. Yeah. That is dealing with stress the right way. Yep. It's allowing stress to fuel creativity, innovation. Listen, if there's one minute left in the Super Bowl and you're down by seven and you're on the five-yard line, you got to go 95 yards. Yeah. That is a stressful situation. Yeah. It is also somehow a joyful, adrenaline-filled challenge that you live for. Yeah. And that's what these situations are for all of us. And it's not, like you said, it's not a pie in the sky. Like, you know, when you say that you can turn to like us joking around about cupcakes, like that's one <laughs> yeah. form of avoidance. Another form of avoidance is just saying, it's all good. It's yeah, all happening. No, 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 no. Them it's a, it's doing a crisis those things, and an opportunity. Them creating a drive through burger stand and a bagel stand required action and probably required some hard decisions. They didn't do that just to be like, hey, we're going to be happy about this. No, they made Mm -hmm. some hard decisions. The stress is still there, but they're choosing to look at it differently. They're not ignoring it and they're not creating a pie in the sky because I think pie in the sky is also an avoidance thing. No, it's a form of, yeah, you're right. It's a form of avoidance. Well, uh, the crumbs, they recommend three things. See it, own it, and use it. So the first is to see it. They say rather than denying stress or dwelling upon it, We recommend simply naming or labeling the stress you are facing. For example, you might simply say to yourself, I'm stressed about my son failing in school, or I'm stressed about my year-end numbers, or I'm stressed about my husband's recent health diagnosis, or I'm stressed about the coronavirus. You got to name it. You got to say it. And a lot of us are sitting there going, I'm stressed because I don't know what money's going to look like Mm -hmm. six months from now. Yep. Name that. And then say, you know what? Here's a great opportunity. We all have a little bit of downtime to actually say, I'm going to come through this with a plan. This stress is going to cause me to sit down with some paper and create a plan so that this never happens to me again. And even though you feel the tension and the adrenaline and you wish that weren't happening to you, welcome to the five-yard line, one minute left in the Super Bowl. It's going to force greatness. Give me the ball. Yeah. Give me the ball. It's your opportunity to say, give me the ball. But first we have to actually see it. The next thing we have to do is we actually have to own it. The article says, we tend to stress more and more intensely about things that matter to us. Stress shows us that we care, that the stakes matter. Deep down, we know that things are important 
Owning this realization unleashes positive motivation because deep down we know that things that are important shouldn't always come easy. Yes. You know, JJ, when you look back on your life, yeah. perhaps you're like me. Mm-hmm. The times of fastest growth, when we used to study science, we called it punctuated evolution. Uh-huh. But the times of fastest growth were times of pain. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say that in my academic career. Yeah. I would say yeah, in my- yeah. I remember your my, dissertation yeah, months. My, Those were scary months yeah. for all of us, and, not just you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, my academic career, my personal, there are moments where my, you know, I was in personal, what I would say, stress or crisis. Right. And- that was when I, I changed in those couple of years more than I changed in 30. Really, yeah, you know, yeah. I became a new person under those, under you that. You develop times. muscle in yeah. those areas. And I think that that's really true. And when you step into it and look at it as an opportunity to change and grow and again, focus, like name it and own it. Yeah. And sometimes the growth happens by force. Yeah. And that's what makes it hard. You don't like it. Yep. But you still get the growth. Yeah. There's an upside. Yeah. You still yeah. get the growth. Yep. You're still going to come through this a more mature leader, right? But we just have to own it. Listen to this beautiful perspective that uh, Thomas and Aaliyah write. A metaphor we often use to describe this state is, it's just a cold, dark night on the side of Everest. (laughs) (laughs) It's the last part that's really great, isn't it? If you were climbing Everest, you could imagine that there might be some cold, dark nights on your journey up. But what did you expect? That climbing Everest would be a walk in the park? Do you really expect that raising a child, running a business, living a life of impact would be easy? Owning your stress doesn't necessarily make those cold, dark nights go away, but they will likely be a bit more tolerable as you discover a sense of motivation and meaning. Yeah. And that's what we're in right now. Yep. But listen, we got to own it. Yep. We can't run away from it. Yeah. Own this as a season of growth because ignoring it won't change it. I love that perspective because it acknowledges the hardness of it. Yeah. Like it doesn't sweep it under a rug. You're experiencing growth in light of the hardship, not in spite of it. Right. And I really, I appreciate that perspective because I don't want to be the kind of person who just doesn't acknowledge that there's pain. Right? Yeah, that there yeah. is something hard that's happening. Let's name that, but then let's own it and say, this is hard, but in light of the hardness, we choose to climb Everest. Yeah. And you, you can already see in the first two of the three things that they recommend. You know, There are people who, who don't see it. Yep. They don't name it. They don't label it. They don't call it anything. Yep. They're just drinking. Yeah. And then there are people who don't own it. They don't actually say, I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to get the muscle that comes from it. I can't change it. Yeah. So I'm going to get whatever I can out of it. Yes. I'm going to get a financial plan. I'm going to get a marketing plan. I'm going to take my business to the next level when we come out of this. You know, everybody took their surfboards in, put them away on the shore and went home. Yeah. <laughs> and you are out there paddling going, you know, it's really lonely as hell out here, <laughs> yeah. but I'm going to be the first to catch the wave. Yeah. Right? Yep. And that's owning this crisis this economic crisis that we're in right now. The third is to use it, right? The evolutionary goal of the stress response was to help boost the body and mind into, turning the page, enhanced functioning, to help us grow and meet the demands we face. When the body encounters stress, listen to this, it pumps hormones such as adrenaline and dopamine, which fuel the brain and body with blood and oxygen, a response which propels the individual into a state of increased energy, heightened alertness, and a narrowed focus. Mm. Do 
not waste your crisis. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had a friend who used to say that all the time. He would say, don't waste a good crisis. Yeah. And, you t- Yeah. That's yeah, where I got the quote yeah, from. And, your, and, your friend who uh, it, ran a college, right? And not in, yeah. And not in a flippant way, right? right like right. you're not calling this a good crisis, no, but in no, the no. sense of that you don't want to waste a good crisis and that you have the opportunity to step into it, to name it, to own it, and to use it. Aaliyah and Thomas Crum say this, the issue then is not in the stress response itself, but in how we channel or employ this response. Simply reframing your response to stress as something that is beneficial can be helpful. Researcher Jeremy Jamison demonstrated that students asked to reframe pretest anxiety as beneficial perform better on the exams. Harvard Business School professor Allison Wood Brooks has shown how reframing anxiety as excitement can improve performance on tasks such as negotiating and giving an important speech. I learned this when I used to do improv comedy. Yeah. So we well, I can't to... imagine. Even as you say that, the stress, <laughs> the stress rises yeah. up in me. That's so, so scary. We would be in a situation where there was, a, I mean, some of our our shows there'd be a thousand people. We'd be in an auditorium. A thousand people are in the room. They've paid money to be there. We were flown in. They've paid us. You know, it's like a big deal. And we're even maybe opening for a big music star or something else. There's a lot riding on it. And in that moment, after the first few shows, I realized, I don't care how long I do this, I'm always going to be nervous. Like, it's always going to feel stressful. And I can either be afraid of that, or I can use it to get me focused and pumped up. That's right. right? Like, And so every time we would get ready to go on stage, we'd done our sound check, get ready to go on stage, and I would just be laser focused. And even now, I'm like kind of feeling the adrenaline pump a little bit, because I would like start jumping up and down. We'd look each other in the eye, and we're like, we got this, because there were three of us that would go out on stage. I got this. We got this. And then you just get on stage and you get the first laugh and all of a sudden it all starts to dissipate. But until that moment, I it's had just to stre- focus. You're choosing to choosing. camp out on the yep. side or of Or I could be afraid of it and kind of shrink, right? Those are my options is I could go, I'm stressed out. Oh, that's bad. Or I'm a, I should be afraid of this. And that would obviously create a horrible show. Right, right, right. <laughs> but instead I would kind of like, take that energy and use it for focus, excitement, and bring the whole level of the audience up yeah. with my own energy. You know, it's just a weird thing, JJ. Uh, And you and I understand this because we've studied a little bit with Tim Arnold, who is the king of understanding nuance and moving into (laughs) tension. And we actually brought him in to do an entire training. Tim Arnold, by the way, really believes that binary thinking is the enemy. That almost every amount of progress that you have is through a sort of contradiction. It's a crisis and an opportunity. Yep. And they're both true. Yeah. And yet they're binary opposites. And that's what this is. And so I think because... We understand that. We get both excited and scared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think this podcast is for anybody who is just scared. And you didn't turn on the exciting part. Yeah. You didn't turn on the opportunity part. Yeah. And so I love Thomas and Aaliyah's advice. When you are up against a crisis, an economic crisis, or a coronavirus crisis, see it. Understand what it is. See it. Like, acknowledge it. This, this feels scary. Own it. This is Everest. I'm going to get some muscle out of this. Uh, looking back, this is going to be the year of incredible growth for me. You know, I didn't chime in on that, but I'm telling you, there are times I grew 10 years in one year. Yeah. You know, 10 years in one year. Well, that's it, how StoryBrand got started. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. it gets started out of a, you know, crisis. Yep. Yeah. And I, I'm curious, when we look back on what's happening in the market right now and what's happening in the in the culture right now, I guarantee you some of the most beautiful, amazing, magical, innovative solutions that mankind has ever known Yep. came about because of what is happening right now. Yes. And, they, and it wouldn't have without it. So see it, own it, and then 
use it. Here's how Thomas and Aaliyah closed their article. As a society, we largely fail to frame stress as potentially enhancing and often miss opportunities to learn from and grow from stressful moments. That does not mean that we advocate viewing all stressors as a positive thing, but we do advocate that you embrace your stress response as a powerful tool for helping you overcome the inevitable challenges in life that can and will arise. Mm. See it, own it, use it. Again, their names are Thomas and Aaliyah Crum. You can actually get their article by Googling it. It's in the 2015, I can't remember the month, issue of Harvard Business Review. And also in Harvard Business Review's book called On Mental Toughness, one of the best articles that I've ever read. I thought it was so helpful. I read it right as coronavirus was just heating up. Yep. Send it to our staff. Yeah, send it to the entire staff. And what it, it was like a little antidote. Talk mm-hmm. about a, you know, a virus connection. It was yeah. like a little antidote that just said, tough things are going to come. Understand this going in. Yeah. And because of that, we have seriously shined yeah. during this. And so can you. I want to remind you again, it's your last chance to sign up for our live stream, the StoryBand Marketing Workshop. Because of this virus, there's an opportunity. And that is to watch our live stream live or attend this, the marketing workshop live. Go to storybrand.com right now and register today. There are a ton of bonuses for you. But April 6th and 7th, you can actually, from the comfort of your home, comfort of your office, wherever you are, you can actually watch the live stream, get an enormous amount of work done, and move forward. You are on the side of Everest, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you might as well get a great story out of it and move forward while everybody else is not choosing to see it, not choosing to own it, and yeah. not choosing to use it. You will move forward. The time is now. The view is great from up here. The view is great from <laughs> up here. Well, we're only about halfway yeah, up there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Storybrand.com. <laughs> music from this episode is by Andrew Bell. You can listen to Andrew's music on Spotify or Apple Music. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Building a Storybrand podcast, where we believe if you confuse, you'll lose. Noise is the enemy, and creating a clear message is the best way to manage stress. <laughs> <laughs>